Hello, dear listener, and welcome to the Odd Job Pod. Over previous episodes, we hope that you've enjoyed your stay in Miami, you've relaxed at Shrubland's Health Spa, and you've enjoyed a little trip to Baja. Baja? Oh, no. Um, And now we have no time to die. Uh, Literally, because while my erstwhile co-hosts, Terry DeFellin and Graham Sibley, have seen Daniel Craig's last outing, it is yet to reach Australia, where I reside, so I've not had a chance to watch it in the cinema. Um, so, gentlemen, while we wait, I thought we could discuss Crocodile Dundee instead, because it seems appropriate. Yeah, everybody fine with that? Yep, Crocodile Dundee that. podcast? Yep. Yeah. I've uh, got the Wikipedia page in front of me now, and I am that's as good as I'm going to get for research. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I think it's probably, I, I saw No Time to Die as long ago as I saw Crocodile Dundee. Well, it feels like it anyway, so it's like ages <laughs> ago. So. so, yeah. You know what, Graham? That's not a podcast. <laughs> this <laughs> is a podcast. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, maybe um, the Crocodile Dundee podcast can wait for another time because, and I'm sure by popular demand, it will come back. Um, instead, we decided to go for a little musical interlude while um, we're waiting for Australian cinemas to reopen and Australia just to generally catch up with the rest of the world. Um, instead, yes, the musical interlude is another odd job pod World Cup, the World Cup of Bond songs. And for long-time listeners, you know that we, we've done a World Cup of villainry. We've done a World Cup of, of Bond. Um, and it felt fair that we gave the music a little bit of a time to shine. So I will now play Gianno, Gianni Anfantino and quickly explain how the format works via a three-hour televised show where I will make awkward banter with the ghost of Richard Keel. We have 32 songs, uh, and this takes us up to a manageable tournament number. We've included and we've included some prominent songs uh, recognizable to Bond fans that also appear on the official soundtrack. They have come through an extremely and incredibly tough, fair and rigorous qualifying section. And obviously we have had it overseen and verified by the voice of the balls, Alan Dedicote. Um, Graham, welcome on board. Uh, I'll kick off. Do you want to take us through uh, groups A to D? Of which there is uh, there's plenty of excitement and uh, and mild peril in there, I would say. I will indeed, Gary. Thank you very much for the introduction. Uh, well, normally in World Cups, uh, the the songs are se- uh, the the teams are separated by continents, um, but obviously, you know, it would be very difficult for us to do that because obviously these the these films go across many continents, so it would be it would be easy for us to say well let's put uh, underneath the mango tree in in CONCACAF because it's obviously in in, in the Caribbean um, but as well we also there there's also going into South America there, there, there's Asia and and there's and there's uh, and, and there's Europe as well so it all gets very 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 complicated uh, so what we've done is is we, we we've tried to make sure that there is a spread of the of the years in each group so so that it, it's it's fair to say that, that that there's something for everyone in each group. Or we hope there is anyway. So starting off with group A, we have the classic 1962 James Bond theme. We have All the Time in the World, A View to a Kill, and the Katie Lang song Surrender. <laughs> <laughs> 
which was uh, on the closing credits of uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Group B is Underneath the Mango Tree from Doctor No, Diamonds Are Forever, The Living Daylights, and The World Is Not Enough. Group C is From Russia With Love, the uh, Matt Monroe version, Live and Let Die, Where Has Everybody Gone, from The Living Daylights, and Die Another Day. Group D, and this is a real doozy, this one. Group D for death, this one. Goldfinger, The Man with the Golden Gun, Licensed to Kill, and You Know My Name from Casino Royale. Terry, do you want to take it from here? Uh, welcome, willkommen, and uh, bienvenue uh, to our listeners uh, from uh, the UK, uh, and very august, very somber occasion, and not in any way to be taken frivolously. I will continue uh, reading out the groups, uh, starting with Group E. Group E beginning with Thunderball, followed by Nobody Does It Better, of course, from Spy Who Loved Me. If There Was a Man from The Living Daylights, Another Way to Die. Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang starts Group F, followed by Moonraker, followed by If You Asked Me To from License to Kill. And finally, finishing off Group F is Skyfall. In Group G, we begin with You Only Live Twice by Nancy Sinatra, For Your Eyes Only, Goldeneye, and The Writing Is On The Wall. Finally, Group H begins with the theme to On Her Majesty's Secret Service, composed by John Barry, which does appear in the opening credits of that movie. All Time High from Octopussy, Tomorrow Never Dies, and of course, finally, No Time to Die. Let's now go back to Sydney, uh, where Gary will continue the World Cup. Thank you very much, Terry. Thank you, Graham. Um, some absolutely cracking matchups in there, uh, as ever. Uh, Graham, obviously, I can see you positively salivating over Group D. There's a little bit of excitement. There, there was a frisson of excitement in your voice as you read that one out. Oh, completely, Gary. Completely. I, I'm, I am, I'm just waiting with bated breath for our our discussion on that group. It, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be so memorable. It certainly is. There's going to be a few hills to to die on, and, and Terry. I mean, you know, there's, there's some groups that you know, that look particularly uh, straightforward, but there's others. Um, are you anticipating um, a lot of, uh, you know, are you anticipating that there might be a greater fallout than when I first announced to you two that I wasn't a particularly big fan of Moonraker? <laughs> I don't know, uh, um, and uh, I, I'm not certain that we've got the time to spend the years. <laughs> um, gaslighting you into believing <laughs> that in fact Moonraker is now one of your favourite films. Um, uh, what I am certain of is that we will have our favourites that don't necessarily chime with consensus, shall we say. There will, Of course there are the established classics here, but we all have, and the listeners included, all have our particular favourites that we perhaps acknowledge deep down aren't necessarily the most popular one. It's probably fair to say that Another Way to Die will not be one of those. But it's possible that there's a listener out there who goes, hang on, Mo, I like Another Way to Die. And it's and they will, of course, be completely right, because it's a game of opinions, as you know. It certainly is. And obviously, all opinions are welcome, and some are just more wrong than others. Um, shall we crack on into it then, um, gentlemen? So let's kick off. 
with Group A, the, um, the original. Um, and some may say the best, but uh, we will see whether it survives the first uh, the first knockout. So two, the top two will go through from both groups. Um, and we'll basically broadly try and get some form of consensus to this. So um, it's a tough one to kick off. Let's uh, let's start off um, by throwing over to Graham. You have the James Bond theme. Uh, we have all the time in the world. Uh, a view to a kill and surrender. So stake your hill to die on. And uh, please let us know who you think should be uh, the qualifiers before Terry and I uh, challenge or just violently agree with you. Well, I think, Gary, this group shows that there are no easy games in a World Cup at all. Uh, I think, you know, a view to a kill, you know, personally, is a strong contender. I think you would think, I, I love this song. I, I love listening to this. But when it goes up against We Have All the Time in the World and the original James Bond theme, it really is. You know, it, it's it, it's happy to be third in this group for me. Uh, so really, it's between those two. And Katie Lang, yeah, I love it a bit. And I think it was great, a great um, David Arnold track that uh, didn't actually make it as the as the theme song for for um, Tomorrow Never Dies. It's uh, so. I mean, it's 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 happy to be there, really, isn't it? It's it's it, it, it's not making up the numbers. I think it, what it is, it, it's it's spreading the game to, to to different parts of the world, isn't it? I think that's that's how they normalise the thirty-two team World Cup. Um, but the really shining stars of this group do stand out, and for me, the one who edges it is we have all the time in the world. It it is it is a, a classic Bond theme. It's it is a classic Bond song. Um, it's not actually a theme, is it? It's just a song that, that turns up uh, midway through the film, and um, and well, yeah, it's it 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 resonates through time. I mean, it would still belong in a Bond film today, wouldn't it, Terry? It, it's it's possible. I think that it would definitely hold up. Were it to appear in a James Bond movie today, it would definitely hold up. Um, uh, um, so just to be clear, Graham, you're going for well, we have all the time in the world as first year and James Bond theme as second. Is yes, that just I what am. I am? Yes. Okay. So, so my um, my views on this, I, I will acknowledge that I'm certain that there are some listeners who are saying the James Bond theme is a theme, it's not a song. Um, but we have included it because it did appear in the opening credits um, to uh, Doctor No, and of course we have included underneath the mango tree as well uh, for balance there. So I do acknowledge that that perhaps in the eyes of some, the James Bond theme shouldn't be there. It was also released as a record as well. So, I mean, that, so True. I think that actually I mean, allowed to stand up. It, it, we ha- what we didn't do is we didn't define the exact criteria for, for, for this. We've just, we've just done, done this Correct. You know, <laughs> on, on the understanding. Not, I don't want to say on the fly, but we've taken a deliberately loose, um, a loose uh, interpretation of this. And that has meant that yeah, there'll be some controversy regarding criteria. so um what i would like to do is i would like to put we have all the time in the world first and i would like to put a view to a kill second because because i'm i'm feeling a bit of a purist uh, and i feel that you know as a song and as a brilliant james bond song you know represent the roger moore era and get a view to a killing uh, when i say i'd like to I, that doesn't mean i'm going to uh, I mean, actually, there's no way I'm going to exclude the James Bond theme from any kind of world music World Cup because I'm not a philistine. Um, <laughs> so um, I'm going to go with uh, I'm going to match Graham's points here. I'm going to go. We have all the time in the world. 
and the James Bond theme second, and and for the record, a musical third and surrender fourth. But uh, but you know they're all winners in a in a very meaningless way. Mm, well, this is <clears throat> this is interesting because um, I'm I'm going to attempt potentially to change your mind here. Um, so there is no uh, disagreement with me for all the time in the world. It is a beautiful song. Um, having recently watched uh, again on a Majesty's Secret Service, it is just perfect for the film, and Louis Armstrong's voice is superb. Um, so I have no issues with that. However. I I love the original Bond theme, and I can see completely your arguments for it. However, I will say A View to a Kill is an absolutely cracking uh, theme. It is probably up there with one of the best. It is a slightly different take, but very much of its era. It is also one of the few Bond themes that I've seen live, um, and Duran Duran were just superb um, in playing it. I love their... Um, their balls to turn around and say, when are you going to make a decent theme? And it came after a couple of, let, let's be honest, slightly below par average <sighs> themes, which are perfectly serviceable. <sighs> and this reminded everybody what a killer Bond theme can be. And also because uh, my wife says it's her favorite Bond theme and uh, she wanted me to strongly advocate for it. And I don't want to upset Mrs. Andrews here. So um, all told, this one is one, if you asked me, if you came down to it and said, you know, if I'm putting on some music, same as if you're putting on a Bond film, which song, which theme would you like to listen to? Um, I would go, we have all the time in the world first, a classic, but then I would choose to listen to A View to a Kill over the James Bond theme. And also there is obviously Terry's argument, which is already um, potentially one may even say scored a, a, an own goal for the Bond theme of noting that it is a theme and, and we've included in here for very good reasons. But uh, I, I'm staking my claim to A View to a Kill and I do not know if I'm going to change anybody's opinion here. If you hadn't bad mouthed octopus at all time high, then you might have been in with the chance. But you just did. But you just did. He did. He did. I've said it before and I'll say it again. Democracy does not work. <laughs> well, I mean, all right, let's let's think about this a little bit more. I mean, I, I mean, I love a view to a kill. Also, we mustn't forget, of course, that it's the great moment which uh, um, Simon Le Bon uh, messed up during Live Aid as well while singing the thing to it, the thing of a view to a kill. Which we should we should all cherish. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking when when, when Gary said, said said he saw it live. Yeah, we all saw it live, mate. Don't worry about <laughs> it. We all saw that. Don't worry about that. <laughs> I mean, I do I do have misgivings about the fact that the, I'm troubled by the fact that the James Bond theme is in there, um, I, I, because it is is a theme and, and not a. But then we've got the Honor Mercy Secret Service theme coming up as well. And I'm less troubled by that being in there. So I don't think I can really adopt the principle uh, and, and say it doesn't qualify. And I can't in good conscience say that I prefer it, that I don't prefer it to A View to a Kill. Oh, as much as I love A View to a Kill, it is a magnificent tune um, and, and, and a, a wonderful. And yes, you're right. It is something of a departure. And dare I say, a fresh departure from from its predecessors. Um but I, I, I fear that by a, by a cigarette paper, for me, it, it doesn't quite make the cut. Graham, are you swayed by Jerry's argument? I, I, I'm not swayed at all. Yeah, I'm there. It's a, it's, a, it's a good third. 
Don't worry. There, there, there's not many here that will have as good a third place as a view to a kill. I would say it's probably going out uh, unbeaten. It probably beat Surrender, and then it drew with with uh, with James Bond theme, and we have all the time in the world. It's going out on five points in third place. You know, it wouldn't happen in the 2014 tournament. It would be one of the best third, third, third place teams there. But no, it's not. This is this is what what a 32 team tournament does. You see, this is why 24 tourna- team tournaments rule. See, <laughs> yeah, all right. You're not on the sound of football now, mate. Uh, okay, okay. I'll shut up now. <laughs> right then. Well, that is a brutal, brutal start. <laughs> brutal. It is brutal. I think but it's. You know, how many people do we think have, will have switched off in disgust at this point? <laughs> no, they they will stay now because they want their anger to to just fester through the whole of the eight groups. This is the world we live in, Gary. That's what they want. They want to be outraged. Well, let's see if we can add an extra bit of outrage in. Um, let's kick off with Terry for Group B. Uh, underneath the mango tree, diamonds are forever, living daylight, and the world is not enough. So this is really difficult for me because um, I love three of those four songs. I, I, I'm going to be blunt here and say I'm, I've never really taken to the world is not enough. Um, I don't think it's garbage, mm. but I don't think... But in a, obviously, in a very meaningful way, it is garbage. But I mean, it. it but in a, in a, you know, it, it's, it's not, it's not terrible, uh, which I think is the best as I could say. But I think it kind of also suffers a bit because it's a bit of a lackluster movie. I think in general. Um, so I um, mean, it, and and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say that as much as I enjoy underneath the mango tree, um, I do. There are two clear favourites for me that I really, really love. Uh, two of my favourite James Bond songs in this group, and that is, of course, Diamonds Are Forever and The Living Daylights. Diamonds Are Forever is Shirley Bassey. Everyone knows this song um, and knows how what, what, a, what a magnificent song it is. Also beautifully uh, covered by David McCalmont and is uh, by, uh, produced by uh, uh, David Arnold in that Shaken and, and Stirred album of 1997. And it's just a, it's just a, a, a beautiful song, and the Living Daylights is just such a fantastic crash bang wall of eighties, you know, glorious, glorious eighties anthem, much like a view to a kill, um, in that way, certainly in the same spirit. And Aha, I've recently reconciled myself to Aha in, in, in recent years, and 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 I thoroughly enjoy their work, and so I'm going to go for Living Daylights top, Diamonds Are Forever second. Oh, well, that's that's a big, interesting call. Could have severe ramifications for both songs uh, going across. Um, but let, I'll take next before Graham can potentially have the uh, decider. But um, I am not a million miles away from you. I, I think I actually have a lot more um, love for The World Is Not Enough um, than potentially you do. Um, I am a big fan of Garbage. Uh, I like them a lot. Um, I like the theme when it came out, and I don't think it's it's um, aged badly at all. Um, but unfortunately, when it's up against such strong competition, in a weaker group, it might have just squeezed through for me. 
But um, when you look at what it's up against, I, I don't think, I think it's going to give it a good go. Again, I don't think it's here making up the numbers, um, just like Surrender wasn't. But it's just not quite strong enough. One of those those that would have topped its qualifying group with ease, but uh, then comes unstuck when it gets into the actual tournament. Underneath the mango tree, I like, but again, it doesn't come close to uh, Diamonds of Forever and the Living Daylights. And um, I will agree completely with you, Terry, that I would put Living Daylights ahead of Diamonds of Forever. Um, I am a big fan of um, Ahal's treatment of that again. It's uh, it, it lands firmly in the 80s and the year it's in. It suits the movie perfectly. And also by virtue of mentioning that um, the David McCullman cover, I actually think that is is a better version than Bassey's version, which is Ooh. might be controversial. Nope, but by the is. fact that I think there is a cover version that is 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 marginally superior. And also because um, I quite like the 80s. Um, I'm putting Living Daylight's top and Diamonds are forever second uh graham are you going to be altering this group dynamic or coming in with a strong argument as to why shirley manson and co should be uh included in round two? Oh well uh i like you gary i i i like um garbage's uh well what is not enough theme um i but for me there, there's something missing from it i mean because you can see why they brought in a band like garbage to 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 to, to do a theme a theme theme tune i think because i think um with it may not have been this film but uh i think pulp there there is a there is a demo of pulp do, doing a theme tune for i think if not this film for one of the other brosnan films um so they're obviously looking in that ballpark uh for 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 artists to to, to produce a song um but i think it sort of falls between two stalls which i think is what happens sometimes when you get a a theme tune that 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 tries to veer away from what's been going on before and and try to to tap into to to the zeitgeist and i think that's what this theme tune suffers from i think that's why it's not as memorable as as it could be um Living Daylights, I, I, I agree with you both. It, it is a, a, a fantastic Bond theme, and, and it, it's so of its time uh, and perfect. And, and obviously, in uh, John Barry's last film as well, which is mm. so. So it, 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 there is a, a, a special, there's an added uh, specialness to it as well. Times are forever. You can't argue with it. Uh, Mango tree. Yeah. Okay. It's there, but uh, yeah, it's not competing with these ones. Uh, I would say yes. It's definitely Dimes are forever and Living Daylights going out this group. Um, can I sway you to say that Dimes are forever is better than Living Daylights? I, I don't think I want to. I think I'm I'm happy enough to, for for Living Daylights to be top of this group and Diamonds are forever to be second. And and yes, I agree with you. Um, uh, David McCallum's version is amazing. Is it better than Shell's? Uh, it's different. It's not a controversial opinion, in my opinion. I mean, I don't agree with it, but it's not a controversial. No, I don't opinion. think so. I think I think it's a perfectly valid contribute uh, opinion to have. Um, I I would I would say that 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 Shell's, having seen us sing it live, 
<laughs> if we're going to do this, <laughs> if we are going to do this, then I'm going to say, having seen her sing it live, she rocks when she sings this song. That everyone is up when she sings this song, Every, including the orchestra. They love it, don't they? Don't they, Terry? They, we, we were both there, weren't we? This is the yeah. we're talk, This is the same evening, isn't yes, it? Yes, we're yes, referring yes. to the John Barry tribute. Yes, uh, uh, we'll, we'll, maybe we'll impart once we got the momentum going. We'll yeah. impart that, that our memories of that particular evening oh, a little God, bit further because yes. there's a few, there's a, there's a couple more uh, Shirley Bassey songs to come yet. So, so we have consensus on so, the chord. I think we do. Living yeah. daylights, diamonds are forever. Mango tree in the world is not enough, or are we put in world is not enough third. It's important to know who finishes third. And, uh, what, world is not enough. Is third. I'll, I'll put world is third. Yeah, third for Agreed. world is not enough for me. Yeah. Agreed. Marvelous. Well, that sets us up with a couple of interesting, intriguing ties in round two already. We have the Living Daylights going up against the James Bond theme and Diamonds Are Forever going up against We Have All the Time in the World. Um, gets tough very quickly, doesn't it, in here? I mean, very tasty. Um, I will move on to Group C, where I, I will take the lead and argue in passion. Um, so we have From Russia With Love. Uh, live and let die where has everybody gone um from the living daylights and uh die another day um <clears throat> i paused there because die another day is possibly in my book one of the worst ever bond films and is is only in here by virtue that it is an official bond film bond theme in uh, in my book um this has nothing to do with the fact that the movie's also rubbish because you can have a rubbish movie with a good soundtrack um but it, I was listening to it last night. I think it's one of the last uh, Bond themes that I listened to before I went to bed. And it's still really bad about 20 years later. So that one is a is a clear fault for me, Clive. Um, then it gets a little bit tough because I'm, I have no problem putting Live and Let Die top. Um, I love it. It absolutely rocks. Um, and it just signals that change of direction um, and does something so different. And it's such an iconic song that even people who don't really like or know Bond particularly well, and there are some people out there, will know Live and Let Die and will just absolutely love it as a song. It, it just it goes between so many different styles. I, I love what Paul McCartney did with, with that. So that one would be top for me. And then I get into a little bit of an interesting argument. We've got From Russia With Love and... Um, we have the Matt Munro version here, and it is a, a lovely piece of 60s, um, easy listening and, and suits the film and suits the mood and suits the ambiance perfectly well. And then Where's Everybody Gone is one of the key songs that just fits throughout The Living Daylights perfectly. And it's just that brilliant motif of, uh, of henchman villainry that crops up time and time again and you've got exploding milk bottles you've got, that go along with it you've got um you know you've got bombs plant, planted in a in a theme park in there it is just a brilliant um a brilliant motif in a movie that potentially as we've talked of before can be a little bit lackluster in terms of villainy this uh, elevates the villainry to another level. And uh, I think The Living Daylights as a film would be poorer without it. So my top two, or my, my order for this group are uh, Live and Let Die, Where Has Everybody Gone, From Russia With Love, and Die Another Day.
uh, Graham, um, do we do we have any agreement or are you sat there um, with the Matt Munro stands very upset? <laughs> I, I'm not. I'm, what, what I'm doing, though, Gary and uh, and Terry, get the bell ready. Uh, I'm, I'm looking at Group C and I'm thinking maybe we should have put Beautiful Stranger in there instead of Die Another Day. <laughs> and and if we had this group would have been a lot tougher i think <laughs> yeah that's very true <laughs> um i think if you're gonna go for a match bond theme then there really is only one and it's not the one that is down here in this group um yeah that's definitely fourth place here uh i i i think living that dies top definitely top in this group and uh, second place, uh, I'm going to go from Russia with Love. From Russia with Love, I fly to you. I, I like uh, where no where uh, where where has everybody gone, but uh, I think actually uh, what it's making me now look at when I look at those, those, those words is where where have all our listeners gone? Um, so I think it's just uh, I'm 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 just gonna I'm just gonna edge from Russia with love. I think Terry, you're you're, you're going to have to sort this out as to who goes through as the runner up because I think you I well. I'm assuming that you're going to go, go go with what what me and Gary are going, but hey, you you may go somewhere else with this. I'm going somewhere else. Oh yeah, go. Oh, um, oh, oh. oh, I don't like living that time. No, no, I don't like living that time. Uh, I I don't uh, particularly like Paul McCartney and Wings. I think that um, uh, Venus and Mars is the authentic Paul McCartney and Wings choice, and not banned on the run. My opinions about this about this particular period of music is probably all wrong. I don't like giving it die because I don't like the, uh, the, 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 the hokey reggae bit, like halfway through, it completely checks me out. Oh man, that's it's the best bit. appropriation and it's, and it's not the best bit. It's the worst bit. It's it. I really don't like it. Um, and I'm and I'm not having it. <laughs> I'm not having it now. I mean, I'm obviously I'm willing. I'm prepared for the fact that I may lose on this, but but, but and, and I'm sure I've shocked shocked a number of listeners. But I bet I've not shocked all of them because I'm not sure. I mean, I don't think I don't think that this is a, actually as controversial opinion as it is. Um, so um, I'm I'm going to put live and let die third. I, I don't have anything to add apart from dying there beyond the fact that what a shocking waste it is to have an icon as hugely talented um, as Madonna and then just like serve up this piece of this wholly unsatisfactory song with Die Another Day. That's all I'll say about that. It's comfortably fourth. Um, and I'm putting Live and Let Die fir- first, uh, third rather. Um, so I'm going to put in Where Has Everybody Gone? Because it's got, because also because as, as Graham points, as Gary points out, it's got, it, it, it's got a plays an important role in the in in the uh, in the film as well. Uh, John Barry uses it an awful lot, you know. And yet again, we hear it all the time because it's the only song that uh, Necros plays. He's only got like presumably one small cassette with only one song, and that song is "Where Has Everybody Gone." 
And, you know, I mean, the, the, the film wouldn't be the same without it. And so it goes in for that reason. It's also it's a pretenders track and it's I, I, and, and I love it. So it goes in a number. And then so really it's in between them and From Russia With Love. Now, if this was From Russia With Love, the um, uh, John Barry version that's in the opening credits, then it would be a hard top because that is a banger. I love it. But I agree. I, I as much as I love Matt Monroe's voice, if it was on days like these, it'd be like, yeah, yeah, it's gonna win the whole thing. But on days like, but the challenge job is not a James Bond film. So um, I'm going to go for where has everybody gone top, and from Russia with Love second. And you can pick the bones out of that. And it doesn't really matter, really, because I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the minority, so I don't imagine I've swayed you. Well, I, I believe then that means if we're not, if Gary, if you're not changing your mind, I'm not changing my mind. I, I, I think that makes Live and Let Die top, and where has everybody gone second? Do we think that, Gary? Yes, I mean, I, I can, um, if, if it means appeasing Terry and, and to make, uh, to stop himself combusting in here, I will happily allow on a, on goal difference. Where's everybody gone top and live and let die seconds? But as long as live and let die goes through from the group stages, I don't think I will be upset. It will not be a travesty. This is a this is a World Cup. You get occasionally surprising results. Um, I can live with that. Um, I I just can't um, counter a world where live and let die does not get through to uh, round two. It's going in then. Well, that's fine. I knew that this was not an argument I was going to win. But I have said my piece, though. Hey, hey, can, yeah, hey yeah. it's there. It's there. But uh, I'm, going to go and, I'm going to go and grab another uh, uh, top up of wine. I'll be back in a second. Okay. I, I think we've, you know, that's the first one where Terry's just had to turn to drink. Um, from <laughs> such a strong <laughs> opinion in there. We uh, uh, yeah, we, we crushed I, his dreams. We have cr- cr- crushed. Well, no, it, it, look, he he got where where's everybody gone in? It was really just his his his. I I, I think it's more is it, more his uh his anti guns and roses stance that 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 really but, um put paid to to live and let let die for him. I can I can well get on with that. I think um, "Living Let Die" would be a much better song if Axl Rose had uh, had decided that he really didn't fancy covering it. In fact, there's there's many things that would be better if Axl Rose had decided not to do in general. <laughs> Interestingly, the um, Pretenders cover version of "Living Let Die," I think, is is quite listenable on that David Arnold. Uh, yes, of course. They're, yeah, they're, I mean. Yes, but any, I mean, but, but then there's it's the pretenders. Chrissy Hine can do very little wrong. At all. Group, D? Group D. Now we now we get into a few of uh, shall we say the big guns, the golden guns. Um, <laughs> Graham, you for Group D, you have Goldfinger, the man with the golden gun, License to Kill, and uh, Chris Cornell's "You Know My Name." Um, I'm going to be very intrigued because this is this is a tough group. We called this out at the very start. It's tough. It's strong. There, there could be arguments in here. It's understandable why Terry topped up his wine before this. Um, <laughs> where are you going with oh, this group, Graham? I, I can see why some people would think. Well, why do you think this this is a big group? It's got a couple of big ones in it, but there's got a couple of ones that I could I could easily dismiss. But I'm going to argue that there are four absolute bond bangers in this group absolute bangers now of course you've got goldfinger they're, 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 
it, it is the the benchmark of all Bond themes. It, it's the one that everything goes to. This is the Brazil of of this World World Cup. It's the one that everyone tunes in to see. It's the one that that everyone is the. It's the the pre tournament favorite. Even if you know nothing about about Bond music, you're going to say Goldfinger. This is going to be the one that, and it, it's almost almost going to be carried to to the final. But then you've got things like The Man with the Golden Gun. And of course, you know, as growing up, it was Lulu. And, you know, Lulu was someone who was on telly on Saturday night. She was like Antor Deck, wasn't she, in the 1970s? She had her own TV show where she'd turn up and get people to sing songs. So so for, for like guys like me and Terry, she was like someone who was like old hat. But she produced this fantastic, really belting Bond theme. For a, for a film that really doesn't deserve such a good theme tune. License to Kill. Oh, Gladys Knight, what can you say? Gladys Knight mm. is one of the of the best soul singers ever. There is no argument about it. it, it if, you, if, if, if you just have an hour, fall down a Gladys Knight uh, uh, rabbit hole. This is, this, is, this is someone who had absolutely um, no pretense of being a star or celebrity she just wanted to go along and sing one of the pips was her brother and she he was the guy who turned her into this global megastar uh, and and he he was the one who, who who orchestrated everything on stage because she, all she wanted to do was turn up and sing and my god could she sing Of course, she comes to the Bond franchise a bit too late, really. But I mean, like she she delivers a really good theme tune. Then we get to you know my name and Chris Cornell's uh, entry into the canon, and really that leads in Casino Royale kicks off the whole of the Daniel Craig franchise and is just an eternal Bond theme. It is just so good. It, it, you've got four songs here that, that are amazing unfortunately for me Man With The Golden Gun is going to finish fourth on this and not because it's the worst song it, it, it finishes fourth because it's, it's in there with three killer songs Licence To Kill is third I'm going to go old school I'm going to put Goldfinger top because it, it, uh, because um, I'm, I'm just that way inclined and you know my name is second I've spoken enough I'll let YouTube now bang on about these songs because I hope you appreciate these as much as I do. Mm, Terry. Yeah, Goldfinger is the gold standard. No question about it. Um, it it's it's it, Imperial Face, Shirley Bassey. Um, uh, lyrics by Les, Leslie Bracuse, who uh, at the time of recording recently uh, departed um, Beyond the Veil. Um, and um, it's ju- it, is an, it is an all-time classic. It's a beautiful melody. Again, 
incorporated heavily into the soundtrack of the film. It, it encapsulates and defines one of the best James Bond films there has ever been, belted out by Shirley Bassey. Um, and, and I too have heard this this perform live and, and can attest to its gloriousness. Um, I, I, I'm a little less enthusiastic about The Man with the Golden Gun than my colleague. Um, uh, and, and to be fair, it's, it's not as popular as a, a, a theme as, 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 as others, to be fair. But I wonder whether or not it's because the general sort of like malaise about Man with the Golden Gun rubs off on it. Um, nevertheless, it is not in any way, shape or form, a bad song. It's an absolute cracker. It rattles along at a tremendous pace. And it has something that Goldfinger has, and it has something that You Know My Name has, and that's tremendous, boundless energy to it. In fact, it's the same with License to Kill. Um, you Know My Name is, for me, a Final Four contender, possibly a winning contender for this. I, I absolutely adore this song. Again, it has so much energy to it. It's, it's a departure from a traditional James Bond song while at the same time being an authentic James Bond song. He absolutely belts it out. The lyrics are fantastic. The energy and the purpose behind the song is fantastic. Um, and also a degree, there's a, a degree, because we all remember that there was, a, there was a certain amount of concern, shall we say, about Daniel Craig. And it felt like it was a bit of an up yours to to the critic it felt it like that whole package that whole pre-credit sequence that sorry that whole credit sequence for casino royale is just an absolute winner it is comfortably in the top two um, a few words about gladys Knight. i won't say much more than what graham has said uh, but yeah it, i just feel that probably ever so slightly past her best but in a massively strong field and i think in another group she'd have been it would have, this would have been comfortably in but it is a glorious piece of work license to kill Perhaps a little bit too long. I don't know. Um, anyway, for me, uh, it's Goldfinger top. You know my name second. License to Kill third. Man with the Golden Gun fourth. But again, Rizzler paper between them. Rizzler. I think this is going to be a much easier group than we thought it is because um, I am also a huge fan of You Know My Name. is for me just one of the best Bond themes. It When Bond occasionally goes rock, sometimes you get some very, um, or when it goes into a slightly different territory, you, you get some mixed results, but when it works, it really works. And, and as Terry said, it just launches the Craig era. And I can't imagine the Craig era being launched without a track like You Know My Name. It just fits Casino Royale perfectly. And it is a, a song that would just hang up again. You can listen to this and not know anything about Bond, and I think there'll be a lot of people who will go, this is a fantastic song. Uh, 
Um, Goldfinger, um, I don't need to go into too much more, it is, is an iconic song, so I'm happy to put Goldfinger top, you know my name second. Um, I'm, I'm fine with the rest of the order, I'm I'm a little bit more indifferent to License to Kill than, than probably you two are, I kind of feel a bit the same as, as probably um, some of you felt about The World Is Not Enough. It's it's a fine a theme tune, but it doesn't, it's never really grabbed me in a way that other ones do. Um, Man With a Golden Gun rattles along perfectly well in another group it would have kind of squeaked through, but it's, it's not one that I necessarily have huge love for or huge dislike for. It just kind of exists, um, might be because the film's a little bit average, and I don't think John Barry was a massive fan of it either. Um, so, yeah, my top two, Goldfinger and You Know My Name. That think, was easier than we thought. I think we, we have thought this would be a massive, <laughs> massive fight. Um, so I, I suspect this one might be a, a little bit. Um, well, we no, no, there might be controversy in Group E, which I'll let Terry kick off, which contains Thunderball. Nobody does it better. If there was a man and another way to die. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's just start. Let's just address another way to die. Um, I, uh, I I joined the throng of people who condemn. Um, another way to die but at the same time i do find myself sort of like humming along to it quite a lot strangely maybe it's because it's just that bad or maybe it isn't as bad as as, as people as people think it is um but i mean i mean i don't really feel that there's enough charm or life in this song really to to, to consider it to give it much more consideration um if there was a man is deeply tricky because it is a lovely lovely song um, it's a wonderful end credit song. It's rendered by Chrissy Hind wonderfully, and she is wonderful. The, the two leaders of this field are nobody does it better. So Carly Simon just belts that tune out in a way it reaches its crescendo as well. Uh, there's just so much emotion and energy in there. It's, it's, there's, there's so much there's so much love in and that and emotion in that song for actually what is although a wonderful James Bond film is actually quite an emotionally flat film. <laughs> In my opinion, um, it, it's it, it, it's it's it, it's an absolutely gorgeous and a much loved, much loved uh, tune that it's difficult to see it not going through. And, you know, if Goldfinger is the Brazil of the World Cup, then Thunderball is the Argentina. <laughs> Strikes like thunderbolts. 
it, it's it's one of the great classics. Anyone who knows me knows what a great fan I am of Tom Jones. How much I love Tom Jones. I and Thunderball is one of my favourite Tom Jones tracks, and I absolutely adore it. Um, and I have no more to say on that beyond the fact that it is Thunderball first. Nobody does it better. Second, if there was a man, third, and another way to die. A poor fourth, sadly. Go on, Gary. What do you think? Mm. Well, how do I follow that? Um, I, I will. I will also speak up with a minor defence of another way to die. Um, in that, I don't think it is a bad song. It is. Um, more of a Jack White album filler that would be perfectly serviceable if, if you were listening to a White Stripes album, um, but it just doesn't have any place in the Bonds canon. It's uh, it's 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 not an awful song. It's just not a Bond song, um, and that's all there is to say about that. And and again, I feel the same uh, as Terry does about if there was a man. And also, I feel if if we've put where's everybody gone through, um, it is a much stronger song than than if there was a man. So I I would, I'm perfectly comfortable at just giving it a respectable showing um, in here. And then yeah, you have two giants of the franchise. Um, here's where I'll differ. Um, I think nobody does it better. Is is one of the best songs I think this could be. In my mind, this was would be a contender for for the overall title. It just belts out. It is in a fantastic film as well. And when you just think of the opening credits and you launch in and you've got Roger Moore flying off a mountain with the uh, with the Union Jack parachute in there and the opening bars start kicking in. you know that whatever happens over the next hour and a half, that you are going to have a fantastic time. And um, I think part of that is setting the scene for with Nobody Does It Better. I'm, and I'm surprised that I'm putting Thunderball second because I am also a, a big Tom Jones fan. Thunderball just crashes in with just absolute oomph and, and just really brings its A game to it. But for me, Carly Simon just edges it. So nobody does it better first and Thunderbolt second. Uh, Graham, can you sort out this uh, this top two mess? It is a mess, isn't it? But I have to agree with Gary on this one. Yes. I have to say that, that nobody does it better. Oh, nobody did it better than Carly Simon, I think. Uh, I, I would say before we had the draw... Uh, I did. We, we were talking about about um, what should go in or what shouldn't go in, and and I said, well, you know, if we're going to have these like pieces of incidental music, as uh, as I term them, then then surely Bond seventy seven should be in there. And 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 I I was I was being quite impish when it when when I suggested it, but uh, I think if we can't have Bond seventy seven, then we've got to have nobody done does it better because marvin hamlish did a great soundtrack and he did a great theme tune and carly simon just delivers it perfectly and it shows you how good it is because i'm putting it ahead of thunderball and i i too like you too i, mean, I love tom tom jones and i love that theme tune best thing about that film but uh, <laughs> all the thunderball stands Easy. start coming in okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll we'll cross another set of listeners off the list at that <laughs> where has everybody gone <laughs> uh yeah so yeah it's nobody does it better top for me and thunderball second i think do we have an accord 
Absolutely. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. No, I'm. I mean, I, I'm not changing my, my my view, but I'm certainly not arguing with. with <laughs> it. it's, it's, you know, it's all it's it's all good as far as I'm concerned. Marvelous. So that is uh, nobody does it better, and uh, Thunderball going through from Group E. Group F is Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang Moonraker. If you ask me to, and uh, Skyfall, and um, this is one of those groups where I'm actually. You know when you get one of those groups in a World Cup where it's just a little bit, right, but there's nothing here that really gets your pulse racing when it's drawn. Um, I don't dislike any of the tracks, but I would not put any of them super high. So by default of the fact that Skyfall is a really, like, it's a good song, um, and it's one that I know is very, very loved, and Skyfall is a is a great film and it's it's also one of those ones that um it's always good when you just get people talking about bond in general and skyfall did that it just it came in it became part of the the cultural imprint um so i'll probably put skyfall top um as for the rest of them i'm 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 it's not that i'm indifferent um i just don't really have strong opinions at this point i think moonraker is is of all the bassy themes is probably the weakest but um i put it second kiss kiss bang bang third if you ask me to fourth but um these are these are loose opinions loosely held so um my my views in group f are very malleable other than the fact that i'll, I'll put skyfall at the top uh graham i'll let you probably give a slightly better and more convincing arguments for the four tracks in here than I have. Uh, uh, not really. Group F, I think, you know, it, it's a sort of group in a World Cup. You think, oh, look, Denmark are playing New Zealand. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, it's, uh, yeah. Um, Miss. Mr. Kiss, Kiss, Bang, Bang. It's a nice song. It's, it, it is, it is, uh, it, it's one of those those uh those tracks from the 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 pomp of the era it's a it's almost a song you'd expect to be in a in in a in a in one of those 60s bomb spoofs uh that's that's what it should be it should be the theme tune for one of those it, it, it this one's got more of the austin powers about it than anything else i think uh but it's it's a it's a lovely listen and uh, uh moonraker uh, i like moonraker i especially like the disco version in the closing credits um but who doesn't i mean really i mean who doesn't i mean i'm sure i'm sure it's at least two-thirds of our ringtones here isn't it isn't it come on now um uh, if you ask me to, well, yeah, don't ask me to. Um, and then you've got Skyfall. I, I like Skyfall. I think it's a really good. I mean, it's not Adele's best song, uh, but I think we've seen that a lot with 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 a lot of um, artists that that are, that are called in to um, to do to do a theme tune. But she does a great song for the film as well. It really fits in well. Uh, apparently, I think she was uh, she was pregnant when she recorded it, so 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 she couldn't actually hit a lot of the of, of the big notes. Um, so uh, I think she she uh, said that she'd love to go back and record it. I think uh, and do a different version of it. But um, obviously, it's there now. It's on the film and everything. Everyone's heard it apparently. Uh, so I'm going to go with Skyfall top, and I'm going to go Moonraker second. Terry, what about you? 
Um, I, 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 I'm baffled by your opinions on Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It is an absolute Stonewall John Barry classic. The reason why it sounds like a spoof James Bond theme is because it's an authentic James Bond tune. It's an absolute banger. I do not get that. It's just like huge, massive noise. Lots of energy, lots of horns. I have no idea why you guys do not like, you know, this, 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 this you should be screaming from the rooftops the, the, the magnificence of this song. It's top, as far as I'm concerned. It's top, it goes top. I love Moonraker, um, and I love the Moonraker song. Um, but, I mean, it is fair to say, yes, it, 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 I think the disco version adds some extra pizzazz to it. But perhaps, if I'm being truthful, um, that it, it, it's not you know quite as good as 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 Diamonds Are Forever, and certainly certainly not as good as as, as Goldfinger. So I'm and, and I'm also very very fond of If You Ask Me To. Um, and but I'm beginning to come round to the view that I think that that might for some reason maybe a personal thing. Uh, I, I'm not you know opening up to any you know deep uh, meaningful traumas of of of, of the time. I just guess it probably just struck a chord with me in a way that perhaps it hasn't done with you guys. And I'm cool with that. Um, so I think I'm going to end up putting that forth. Um, I can't get on board with Skyfall. Um, I mean, I'm interested by what you said, Graham, about how Adele, when she said that obviously she was pregnant, she wasn't able to hit the notes that she wanted to. And for me, that's just what it feels like. It feels like a, I'll never get past the disappointment of initially hearing that song and just thinking, oh, go on, put your back into it, love. Because it's like, it's, it's you know, it's a bondy and it doesn't happen. Now, obviously, if she's pregnant and wasn't able to, that is a perfectly understandable reason why. But I don't think, I think I'm perfectly entitled to still not enjoy it as much as that. So I'm going Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. And then I'm going to go for Moonraker and then I'm going for Skyfall. And then if you ask me to. I did not expect this the group to be the one where we would we, have such divergence of um, opinion. Um, I am. I mean, I again, my my opinions are, are loosely held. I think Skyfall's good enough to go through. I'd be happy to swap Moonraker for Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang um, because I think Terry makes a very strident and good argument. And, you know, we all need a little bit of, of um, Austin Powers. And, yeah, if if Roger Moore was wearing his disco pants, that would be going through. But uh, he's he's not. Um, I, I can I can get through with Skyfall and Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Can Graham uh, reach compromise? Oh, I'm, I'm happy enough for those two. But which way round, Gary? Which way do you think it should go? Uh, just by for me, just by virtue that Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bang is a little bit Austin Powersy, I'd put it second. But um, if you want to argue otherwise, I can live with that. No, the Austin Powers is a little bit Mr. Kiss Kiss Bang Bangy. It's the <laughs> other way round. <laughs> Uh, okay. This so, is like that time that guy that we know, a mutual friend of mutual friend of, of, of mine and Graham, I was in the car, back of the car, and I was playing some kinks, and he accused it of being like David Bowie. <laughs> <laughs> we almost died that day. 
Yes, the listeners don't need to know what happened for the rest of that evening. Um, <laughs> so, Gary, who comes top in this group then? Uh, just by virtue of, of Terry's strident opinions, um, I'm happy to put Mr. Kiskis, Bang Bang Top, and Skyfall second. <laughs> Fine, there it is. It's done. That is a good compromise. That is a good compromise. I mean, if if we'd been talking Duran Duran, it would have been in a different place than it may have been blocked, yeah. but yeah, happily we weren't. Yes, thankfully not. Um, Okay, now we get on to uh, the back end of them. We've got two more groups to go. Uh, Stay with us, listeners. Group G, uh, Graham, uh, is uh, You Only Live Twice, For Your Eyes Only, Goldeneye, and uh, everybody's favourite, the writings on the wall. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a few melancholy numbers here, haven't we? Uh, So we've got... um, uh, Nancy Sinatra, You Only Live Twice, which is so beautiful that uh, it, there is not going to be any group that that, that that could be made up with me not putting this song through. Um, for your eyes only, I, I have, I, I've got a lot of time for, for, for Sheena Easton's Bond theme. Uh, it's, uh, um, I think it probably hit me just at the right time. I think I was probably, what, about 11, 12 when this came out. So, yeah fine in love with bond films at the time uh and i think she does a reasonably good early 80s bond theme there so whether or not it's enough to get her through is another thing tina turner golden eye uh, uh bono and the edge it's 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 good enough it's uh but no 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 if if, if you look at chris cornell's um uh, theme tune to, to 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 as a springboard for uh, uh, Daniel Craig's era. Then yes, this really does is a springboard for the Pierce Brosnan era, and so it, it's you know, not a very good one. Um, yeah, you have this this belting opening sequence, and then it just like just creeps on into this theme tune, uh, which it, it just sort of lets you down a bit. But and yeah, this one is not going to go through. And then you get Sam Smith's writing along the wall, uh, which is appalling. I, I have no idea why people... But then again, I'm old, so then maybe I'm the one who's out of touch here. I'm sure there's lots of people who think, no, you're, it's great, what are you talking about? It's a fantastic... No, it's not, go away. Um, you Only Live Twice is a clear winner in this group for me, and Fiora's Only gets in second place because the other two just aren't very good. Terry. <clears throat> Uh, yeah, I, I can't, I, I, I don't have strong feelings about the writings on the wall. And I think that unfortunately that's, that's, that's probably the most shade I can throw on something. Um, it, it's, it's, it is, it's for me, I, I, it, it, it leaves me completely cold. Uh, it's not the only one. Uh, and I think it's symptomatic and I suspect it's a, a generational thing like you, Graham. I think it's more, more just a question of taste and maybe governed by, by age. Um, and the stuff that that we're into, it just doesn't, dare I say, hit the right notes. As far as I'm concerned, it doesn't resonate. It doesn't really feel like there's enough emotion in the track, which is odd because I mean, like I think Sam Smith is putting putting quite a lot into this, but uh, just doesn't. It just doesn't feel that way. That way. I think that's the thing for me with Skyfall is is is, and and you know and and subsequent as well is that is that the way it's produced, it just feels muddy um and 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 lacking in purpose and uh and and yeah i mean i think it's just a 
purely a matter of taste. So it, 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 it's it's fourth for me. Um, I, I'm so disappointed that, you know, Tina Turner is is part of the pantheon of, of artists who have contributed James Bond scores and uh, songs. And, and when we know what she's capable of doing and then, you know, Goldeneye really falls short, sadly. And it's dis- it's a disappointment. Uh, reflective, generally speaking, of the soundtrack in general, the whole music thing in Goldeneye is deeply disappointing. I quite like Eric Serra as a composer. I thought Leon is a brilliant film, brilliant score, but not appropriate for James Bond. And and, and the film suffers in general. And, and I'm afraid that the score is a symptom of that. Like Graham, I love For Your Eyes Only. I just love that. I mean, I'm not. I don't. I'm not a particularly big fan of Sheena Easton, if I'm being honest with you. But I think that that combination of her and Bill Conti produces a, a really classic, beautiful, melodic, you know, James Bond uh, song, and I, I really enjoy it. Uh, and again, it works really nicely into what is a very, very lumpy soundtrack. It's got to be said, a very lumpy score. Uh, and and so yeah, for me, it, it's it, it's it's an easy second. And you only have twice is one of the, you know, it's one of the the greats, you know. It's uh, what would it be, Graham? It would be the Italy of uh, of, <laughs> of the World Cup, you know. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of the great James Bond songs, beautifully rendered, beautifully arranged, beautifully written. Um, you know, I mean, an absolute jewel of a song, um, and and for me is 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 comfortably top. So I believe that uh, Graham and I are in total accord in this. And, and add me into Total Accord as well. I think You Only Live Twice, the, the soundtrack as a whole, it's just such a beautifully Gorgeous. scored film. Um, it's probably, if you ask me any soundtrack to listen to from Bond, it would probably be You Only Live Twice. Um, for Your Only, yeah, it's, it's a very serviceable Bond theme and it's quite pleasant. And yeah, I think given, as Terry has said, the soundtrack is a little bit lumpy, um, the song actually lifts it a bit and I really I've got a lot of time for your eyes only um it's it's a film I've reappraised and everything about it I've continued to like a lot more the more I've watched it um Goldeneye yeah I'm saying I'm very disappointed in in the entry it just it starts good and then drops off and and again if I'm honest Bono wrote um, probably a much better Bond theme in Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me for Batman, um, which is is actually could have been a very, very good Bond film. It, fit, it fits Batman as well. And then you've got Goldeneye, which comes into it. It's just, it's not very good. And uh, if it wasn't for the writing on the wall, it could have easily ended up as a fourth place in, in a slightly more competitive group. But um, the writing on the wall is is probably my least favorite and i would even put that underneath madonna's slight um mess at least madonna is not trying to be anything other than madonna in there whereas uh, the writing on the wall just there's something about it that just does not fit anything at all and coming off the back of skyfall which was you know a bombastic um track and then you have this, which just falls flat. And I think it probably sums up my feelings about Spectre in general as well. So, yeah, exactly the same as as you two. Um, you only live twice. 
first and for your eyes only second. Um, Final group. This one I'm going to be very interested in, and I'm very interested that Terry is going first because we have the Honor Majesty Secret Service um, uh, theme, uh, All Time High, um, Tomorrow Never Dies, and No Time to Die. Uh, Terry, it's it's an interesting group to end on. It's a really interesting one. It's a really interesting one for me because it's actually surprisingly difficult for me. I am genuinely conflicted uh, for this. Um, when I first heard No Time to Die, I was a bit underwhelmed, if I'm being honest with you. Having seen the film, I'm far better disposed to it, uh, far better disposed to it. Uh, and it, it's, in fact, it's been rattling around in my head for quite some time now. Um, but obviously, listeners will probably know we're recording this not long after, as we said, sort of like, we're in between this movie at the moment. Um but for the same reasons that I've given for the writing on the wall, for the writings on writing on the wall, and for Skyfall, I just find these kind of like late Craig era um, tunes to be unsatisfying to my ear, and I, I, there's nothing I can change about about that. And so I'm not going to attempt to go any further with that. Um, at the, I apologise for being a little bit personal here, but Tomorrow Never Dies and the film, and indeed the tune, helped me through what was actually a pretty dark time of my life. Um, and I have a lot of emotional connection to that tune. I also think it's a really cracking, bombastic James Bond song. But I do acknowledge that perhaps it isn't the strongest entry, Um, but I'm extremely fond of it. I'm also extremely fond of All Time High for some reason. Um, I think it might be just the strings. And I just think that the way that John Barry manages to to complement the strings with Rita Coolidge, for me, works, just works really well. I also like Pulp's cover version as well. Uh, and I've got a lot of love for that for All Time High. On the Mercy Secret Service, for me, is peerless. The theme is utterly peerless. Um, and I don't know whether or not I really need to expand any further on that. I should leave some room for others. But I don't actually know how to order this. I, I'm going to put on a Majesty Secret Service top because because it's just the easiest choice. And I'm going to have to sit here and think for a few seconds as to whether or not to go with All, all Time High or Tomorrow Never Dies. I suspect I'm going to lose out anyway. Um, I'm going to put All Time High second. Terry, I, I'm I'm also struggling in terms of board, ordering in here. Um, I will I will help you by saying that I think Honor Majesty Secret Service um, theme is absolutely peerless as well. It sounds surprisingly modern as well for a, a theme that was written back in the 60s. Um, I think it's excellent, and, and I have no problem putting it on top. And then I, I kind of jumble up a little bit with the the other three. Um, I'm not quite sure where to go with this. I quite like All Time High, but then I really like Jarvis Cocker's version. Um, it's just, um, I don't know, it, just, it, it gives me slightly more joy. Um, I brought the uh, the single of Tomorrow Never Dies when it came out. I like it, but it's one that I think I've liked less as it's got over time. I, again, I acknowledge it's a, it's a good song, but it's one of those ones that I just, I've never quite been able to get on board with as well as I... I think I should be able to. Um, 
And I haven't seen No Time to Die, so I, I have no context of the film in here, but I really like it. I think it's a very understated, um, but also well-produced. I mean, I, I prefer it to Skyfall. Um, I think it, they've actually, Billie Eilish has done a very good job. Um, I, I Actually, it's very in keeping in, with her most recent album. Um, it fits very nicely into that. And I think, you know, I, I imagine that that was the brief that was kind of given to her in in terms of the mood on that. I'd have been interested to see if, it, if the film or the brief went in different ways. So I, I'm, I'm going, my pick is um, On a Majesty's Secret Service Top and No Time to Die, second, All Time High, third, and Tomorrow Never Dies, fourth. But again, I think this one could be shifted by the opinions of Mr. Sibley. Yep, this is this group is the hipster's choice, I think, this one. <laughs> There's always one in a World Cup, isn't there? Uh oh, let's get top out of the way on a Magic Secret Service. It's it's there. It's it's gone. It's it it is it is nine points from its three games and uh, and it gave it, it gave a good account of itself in every game. Didn't swagger either. Showed respect for the opposition, but but yes, ran out winners, clear winners in each game. Um, all time high, I really like. I really like. Um, like we all do, we all love those uh, mid eighties theme tunes, don't we? Don't we, Gary? Don't we, Gary? We all love those ones, don't we? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, you're not going to get goad me into this. I genuinely quite like all time high, and I, you know my feelings on Octopussy. I, I overlook the problematic elements for it to to just enjoy it for what it is, and I will happily say that with the theme. Good, as good, well. good, good. Uh, I, I too like to, to, tomorrow never dies. I mean, there is something about the song. I mean, Cheryl, Cheryl Crow's great. Cheryl Crow really does deliver the song really well. There's something about the song though that is is really so alarmingly on the nose everything about it is there this is a bond theme this is a bond theme it even mentions martinis in the lyrics so it, mm. it, it is but that shouldn't be a reason to dislike it and and i don't dislike it even though it's so on the nose in fact i think out of the brosnan era uh theme tunes i think it, it stands up as the best one um but then that's not really saying a lot. Um, uh, so I, I really like it. And uh, but whether or not if it's enough to go, does it knock out Rita Coolidge? Probably yes. Probably does knock out there. But it's whether or not I want to be hip with the kids and think that uh, that that no time to die should be in there. And and yes, Terry, I I too really got hooked into it after seeing it, what what when I was watching the film because it really did fit in really well and it's and it's haunting it's, it works in really well with the um, with the soundtrack as well I think that uh, Hans Zimmer did, did a fantastic job with, with, with the sound, soundtrack oh yes didn't he just didn't he just didn't I he mean just. I, the thing yeah. is I, mean, I, I like you I mean I probably didn't have as many reservations as you did about the about what the soundtrack was going to be like but he just absolutely yes. nailed, nailed it. it nailed it completely mm. um so i i have a lot more to i'm gonna i'm gonna say that no time to die sneaks in at second uh, with on a magic service top um do we have an accord there do we think can terry live with this i i that that that's definitely my choice it, it's it's tight i think the 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 other three are all taking points off each other in various ways but i i just really and 
I love the fact that No Time to Die actually feels like a, a more of a proper Bond theme and has a lot more emotion behind it after what have been a few slightly lackluster ropey bits in the Craig year and it's good to see it going out the bang. So I, I, I'm happy to put it through and this is from somebody who, who has no context with what it looks like in the film either. I just like it as a song quite a bit. Okay, so... I've just looked at who the winner, who 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 the second the runner up is going up against in the next round, and I'm happy to move on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's very fair. So we have um, our groups through, and now um, now we get into the business of knockout, and we will probably whip through this a bit quicker. And I hope that listeners, as you've stuck with it. Um... In fact, dear listener, we didn't rattle through it, as Gary uh, optimistically said that we might. Uh, There's another hour to go. So we're going to stop here, take a wee break, and then come back for part two of the World Cup of Bond Songs. (laughs) 